0: Hello, and welcome to the Devil's Advocate Podcast. My name is Edward Pearls, and this is the podcast where we leave no stone unturned. And on today's special episode, we have a conflict, a huge one. You're not going to want to miss this one, folks. We have the very famous monster, the monster, on call right now. And we have the DeLacy's very own, Felix DeLacy. If you've never listened to the Devil's Advocate Podcast, what we do here is listen to each side of the story and find out what each one was... Well, basically was and at the end we will try to come up with a final verdict on who's right who's wrong who's in the who's guilty and who's not and as you guessed it we play devil's advocate all right ladies and gentlemen i want to present to you the monster
1: hello thank you for having me on my show I'm really happy that I get to share my story, and give you more context on why I went to the Lacey family, and why, and the, why I did the things I did. I focus on the DeLacy family because, personally, I noticed that they had an odd attitude being so sad and depressed. They seemed pretty down, but from my perspective, I felt that they had everything that they could have asked for in life. They had a nice house. They had money, a nice garden and yard, they had a fireplace for warmth, and they also had really good relationships between each other. This was pretty intriguing. I started gathering wood at the side of their cottage as a way of being nice and trying to associate myself with more people in the society. I started. Becoming closer to them and even began to consider them my protectors. They seemed pretty happy about the wood, but with that, they also started pushing me away. That's when I noticed the blind man. The blind man became really appealing to me because people weren't going to be scared of me for my looks, and I was able to focus on conversing with him. With mainly my personality and not him being persuaded by the looks that I have been born with or created with. I think this is a great way for me to share my own experiences and try to branch out in society because he proves that if people don't focus on the looks, my personality is good enough. He also showed me that I had potential to socialize and he gave me an idea that if people wanted to question me and ask, I might as well use him as more of an advocate because he knows what I truly am like and he could describe me much better than I am able to describe myself and I consider him a great friend and I'm very glad that I went to him
0: Well, thank you, Monster. And now that we have your side of the story, I want to focus now on Felix DeLacy. Because while, yes, it sounds nice and, well, I don't play favorites, we want to listen on The Devil's Advocate to each side of the story and find out the truth. So right now we have Felix DeLacy online and, well, let's go to that.
2: You make my family seem like it's all sunshine and rainbows and we have this amazing life with this big house and all this money and everything, but that's really not how it is. I mean, you think we have this big, luxurious lifestyle, but we have to work really hard for everything that we have. Like We're not super wealthy and sometimes we struggle just to even eat it's not all amazing and, and great. And on top of all that as well, we have to live in a bit of fear all the time. I mean, we all know that we're safe, but it's still scary. I mean, you came and saw that we had had moved and, and sold the house and... You were so upset with it that you burned it all to the ground. The house, the garden, everything, all the food. And that's just, it's intimidating and it's, it's scary. And I mean, after that, how are we supposed to see you as anything but the monster that you are? You're just this rage-filled creature to us. And it's frightening. Thank you for inviting me on this podcast. And I'm glad I could share my views and my family's views with all of you. And and I'm glad that we got to have this discussion that we had.
0: Well, thank you, Mr. Felix DeLacy, for sharing your side of the story. And listeners, we still have a few guests coming up, including some of you, if you call in. But right now, we want to focus on Mr. Old Man DeLacy. Now, he has a history with the monster and is a DeLacy. So, this one will be interesting, folks. And, well, he's on the call right now. Let's go to him.
3: I must interject on this topic of foulness. Stranger, you came to me in my vulnerable and blind state. And the only demand that you asked was that I listen. You confided in me to hear your story and I accept your tale of humanity. I have no prejudice feeling towards your expression. The only thing that I can judge is your character. And for what has been presented to me, all you show to me is decency. And of this situation of bitterness that you and my children unfortunately experienced, I ask that you understand. If you really are and truly are honest about your disposition, then you must understand that my son's actions were justified. As the scene that he witnessed was that not abnormal. Now I can truly recognize your feeling of desolation and as I too know the feeling of loss and sorrow. And that I'm sorry.
0: Wow Wow those were some wise words from Mr. Old Man DeLacy. But now we want to hear from you. We want to see what you think about this whole situation. So we are accepting -er collar-ins right now. But please remember to be respectful to each party. Because at the Devil's Advocate podcast, we are all civilized people. Alright, so let's go to our -er collar-in.
4: Hello, thanks Edward for having me on your podcast. I've been watching for a while and I love it. If you don't know me already, I go by Richard III, and um, today I called in to address the situation at hand and give my opinion on it. First off, I would like to say how angered I am and that I have no remorse for the monster. What, what he did to the DeLacy family was awful and I hope he gets what's coming to him. Basically, the monster created all the pain and suffering that the DeLacys have gone through. For this reason alone, I have no remorse for the monster at all. And from what I've heard in the podcast, it seems like the monster does not want to take responsibility for his actions. As an an intelligent being, you have to take responsibility for your actions. No one else controls what you do. I can't understand how... Um, The monster's actions are somewhat justifiable by him Does Does he even realize how much pain and suffering he's caused to the DeLacy family? And of course our humankind will not accept you after your actions He has not only taken the life of one of the DeLacy's He also took the life of Justine Justine. She was falsely accused of killing William It is quite apparent the monster knew what he was doing. By that, does he really deserve to live? I know this is quite harsh, but how could you blame me? Thank you for having me on. Bye.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been our show. Now, I want to end on a few things here. Of course, everyone is entitled to their own opinion. but. What I have seen in this conversation is two sides of the same coin. What I see is a monster, a freak of nature, trying to fit in and find friends in someone who appreciates him in a society that frankly doesn't like or care for differences. But on another side, you see how a monster lives up to its name and is a savage, cruel beast. But it is up to you to decide. Thank you for coming and listening to the Devil's Advocate podcast. See you next week. This has been Edward Pearls.